Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Good evening, folks. It's time for your Friday evening edition of It's News to Us, our daily podcast, taking a look at the day's top stories and a, a little bit calmer day today, David, than what we had yesterday with uh, a lot of news breaking in the uh, Ivo uh, Otieno uh, case. Little less today, doesn't seem to be much moving there, but of course, uh, we, we still have proceedings to go next week, so it's gonna it's gonna remain a, a, a major story. Um, however, you did uh have a story related to the courts, at least. Um, there was a apparently, uh, and this is a report from the Richmond Times Dispatch, a settlement dealing with the 2020 uh Black Lives Matter protest, yes. So uh, apparently back in May of 2022, um, several sort of independent uh, citizen journalists, as well as um, some, uh, a couple of people who were acting as VCU student journalists at the time of the 2020 protests, uh, collectively filed this lawsuit against uh, Richmond City, as well as then police uh, chief uh, Smith and uh, the. And let me, let me interrupt chief, you there for a second. Then chief Gerald Smith, because the chief or, or was that then chief will. No, no, that would be chief. Uh, Cause there were two, there were two chief Smiths. True. Chief will Smith. And then chief Gerald, uh, Gerald Smith. Mm-hmm. I think at that point, it may have been Gerald Smith because will Smith stepped down fairly early in the, in the protest period. Yes. Uh, and then there was another, uh, an, uh, an, another uh, a- acting police chief. And this was admittedly before my time. Jody, Jody Blackwell, just, yes. just for the listeners. Yes. So, um, so uh, all this is to say it eventually wound up being just against the city of Richmond because uh, both former police chiefs are no longer, you know, uh, associate, you know, associated with, uh, Richmond police, but, um, basically these, uh, independent journalists were saying that, uh, they were, uh, harassed repeatedly. They were, uh, pepper sprayed, detained while trying to cover these protests that basically they were alleging that the police were suppressing their First Amendment rights, as well as their Fourth and Fourteenth Amendment rights. Um, And so that was filed in May of 2022, um, almost a year ago now, you know, in the aftermath of uh, spring and summer of 2020. Uh, Today, uh, Richmond Times Dispatch reported that they had found through some court records that um, Richmond has settled out of court with uh, those plaintiffs, um, who, uh, were identified in the piece. I, I believe, uh, uh, Christopher Goad Gatsby was one of them, Jimmy Lee Jarvis, several VCU, uh, student reporters, and they are going to receive an unspecified amount in damages as well as, and this is sort of what more of the focus on it was, 
Um, they are going to get some input while uh, Richmond police are going to be required to sort of solidify a First Amendment uh, policy uh, that then is going to be part of officer training moving forward, basically so that they are prepared and know what they need to do when they encounter, you know, people pointing cameras at them, that sort of thing. Understood. And to be clear, it wasn't even just um, these, you know, independent journalists and the VC. Mm -hmm. There was a uh, there was a VPM, a uh, Virginia Public Media Public Radio um, reporter who was uh, tear gassed at one point and Mm -hmm. um, and taken into custody for a short time before before he was released. Yes. Things happened. Um, I don't want to use the term fog of war, but there was a lot of things going on at a lot of times. I say this because it was prior to, to your time with, with RVA. Yes. There was a lot of things going on. Um, and to be clear, you know, for people who say, oh, well, these were activist journalists. Uh, these were, you know, independent reporters. These were, you know, not, not quote unquote real journalists. Well, we don't have card carry. We are, we don't have a thing that says you're a journalist and you're not, not in America. Mm-hmm. We don't have, you know, cards that you have to apply for, licensing that you have to apply for to become a journalist. Mm-hmm. Anyone is a journalist. Anyone can take pictures. Anyone can do reporting. Anyone can have a blog. And so, um, you know, these these people were within their rights to do what they did. And now we have the settlement and this mm-hmm. will likely lead to a a, a policy um, with the with the Richmond Police Department, um, you know, in terms of covering any protests that, that come forward. So. Mm-hmm. Moving, moving on from that story, um, the governor released uh, revenue numbers today. We're $111 million ahead of forecast. And the governor says, hey, you know, when I thought we were just at forecast, I was pushing for tax cuts. Now we've got $111 million more than what I thought we were going to have. I still think we should do tax cuts. Um, that being said, uh, the General Assembly doesn't have an agreement um, they may be back next week to talk the negotiators, um, but uh, any talks are unlikely to include what the governor wants. Um, it will potentially include uh, a doubling of the standard deduction, and that's according to reporting from from again the Richmond Times Dispatch. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're a little little uh, well plugged in with the uh, with the budget negotiators, so um, they're reporting that we're likely to see a doubling of the standard deduction, but not. Uh, not the governor's corporate or income tax cuts uh, that he was pushing. Mm-hmm. Uh, moving on from there, uh, we also had um, we took a look at gas prices today. Uh, what did mm-hmm. uh, what did AAA have to say in regards to where we stand with gas gas prices right now? Again, I'm, I'm a poor poor barometer of that because I haven't driven in two months. Yes, uh, it has been definitely an up and down year already. Uh, the folks at AAA called it a roller coaster uh, of uh, a winter. Uh, in terms of, you know, it'll it'll spike up to 330s, 340s and start at least here in Richmond where I'm buying gas, dip down until it's just under $3 again and then jump back up. Um, but they're saying that despite the fact that um, this is apparently the time of year where there is usually a 15 to 20 cent bump because, and I didn't know this prior to this, but there is uh, essentially cold weather gas blends and warm weather gas blends um, and the, the gas in the warmer weather is a little bit more expensive to produce. And therefore it's about 15 to 20 cents more expensive at the pump usually. Um, but 
because of some of the economic concerns of the last week or two, um, the price of crude oil has uh, dropped considerably from in the 70s per barrel to the mid to low 60s per barrel, um, which is the lowest it has been since August 2021. So um, there is uh, some hope there. I think that that will um, yield some lower gas prices or at least offset the bump that was um, perhaps uh, impending uh, on that front. Um, and um, yes, I yeah. don't, I don't think I had anything else to add to that. Well, well, <laughs> and, and you're showing your youth a little bit with the, 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 uh, the summer versus winter blends. I've done this story for, for two decades. Yeah. I'm going to live, I'm going to give you a little hint here. I'm going to give the listeners a little, little hint here. Okay. Henrico has to use the summer blends. Chesterfield has to use the summer blends. Richmond has to use the summer blends. Goochland does not need to use the summer blends. So if you are driving on 288 <laughs> near Broad Street and you need gas, that Wawa um, or other gas stations right off of 288 in mm-hmm. Goochland will be a little cheaper than the gas stations just a little bit down the line in short pump. Yes. And I, anecdotally, anecdotally, I have found that. Yeah, and I that, is, that is why. And it has to okay. do with the blends that they're required to use versus the, the blends that the other gas stations are required to use because of their location. I used to go to that Wawa a lot. And I was like, ah, oh, I can afford yeah. a cup of coffee too. Yeah, so that's, 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 that's why that one is. And it's because, because of air quality and they're trying to make sure that the, there isn't smog. Um, mm-hmm. The summer mm-hmm. blends burn a little bit cleaner than the, than the, uh, than the, than the winter blends. Do. So um, other stories we covered, speaking of air quality and things burning, um, they're still, they've actually come up with a plan to deal with the, uh, the coal waste fire that is uh, in Winterpock out in Western Chesterfield. Mm-hmm. However, it's going to take some time because they have to like remove the coal waste uh, slowly and then douse it and then remove it in the dou- So it, it's, it's, it's a process. They said it's going to take like three to six days to, to fully complete. Uh, and this is out in the winter park area. They won't say exactly where it is because they don't want it. They don't want people going to it uh, and taking a look because there's abandoned mines in that area and it can cause a number of problems. Yeah. But uh, they're monitoring. They're monitoring the air quality. You may be able to guess where it is because while they're dousing it, it's creating steam. So if you're seeing <laughs> steam clouds in Western Chesterfield, that yes. may help people know general area of, of, of where it is um, other than it just being in, in, in winter park um, spoke with the attorney general today. Um, a bunch of localities, mostly in our area and including VCU um, are getting uh, ballistics technology to help them identify guns in gun crimes easier. Um, I'm not exactly sure how this works, but it apparently let images uh, casings and quickly gives them information and apparently cuts down, uh, you know, identification of guns uh the time it takes to identify guns a lot faster um and the attorney general uh was able to get funding mostly for localities here um there's a few um few others uh not in the general area but a lot of them are hopewell petersburg hanover um henrico richmond vcu so you know there are only 10 of them and i've just named like five or six so they're they're mostly mostly uh local departments but that should help in 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 gun investigations 
And, and really, while we didn't have any major news in regards to uh, to the uh, um, Otieno case, mm-hmm. a lot of lot of little news stories. There was also, uh, and I forgot about this until just now. There was a, a another pedestrian death uh, in, in the city. What happened in that case? Um, so this was this occurred just before three a.m. Um, at the intersection of North Belvedere and West uh, Lee Street, which. Uh, is, I mean, as soon as I saw the address as to where this took place, I knew the intersection they were talking about because it is a really uh, difficult and sort of, um, it's not an intersection uh, I enjoy when I'm driving around Richmond. Um, and I'm sure I'm not alone in that. And so that's right before I, I-95, is it not? Yes. And that's part of it is there's a lot of jockeying for trying to get in the right lanes, you know, probably less of that at 2.50 a.m., but still um, not, a, not a great intersection uh, in terms of traffic control. And uh, this, uh, basically, Richmond police responded to this call. They arrived and found a uh, an adult man injured in the leftmost lane of the northbound uh, direction of Belvedere. Uh, and at this point, they believe he was probably going east to west, which means he would have crossed like halfway uh, across and then um, on, uh, crossing the northbound sections when uh, he was likely struck. He did unfortunately uh, die at the scene, um, but the the driver stuck around and was very co- cooperative. Um, when I talked to Richmond police, they weren't sure yet about any sort of charges for the driver. I think they're still piecing together what exactly happened. Um, but you know, it's a, it's another in a string of, uh, pedestrian, pedestrian deaths at night. Um, you know, just, just again, good advice Wear lit clothing cross Mm -hmm. in lighted areas. That area is not well lit either Mm -hmm. because of the tree cover. That's Um, the thing. It has crosswalks, but it's not very well lit uh, at all. Yeah. And the northbound, just so I'm, I'm, uh, I'm and the listeners are oriented correctly. That would be going towards 95, correct? Not I believe so. It's uh, when the little sign that says, I believe, is that uh, it's Jackson Ward right there, right? Right. Um, the little sign that says Jackson Ward is on your right um, okay. and you're going that way. Gotcha. Okay. So that makes for, for those, for folks who do, who are listening to this going that way is, is, yeah, heading towards ninety five. I'm also I'm I'm revealed, I've lived here for well over a decade. I'm really bad at spatial, uh, so, but I think I'm I think I hope I'm making it clear. Yeah, no, no, under un, understood. Um, so again, um, just advice because we've done a number of pedestrian death stories uh, this year. Wear like wear lit clothing. Um, you know, cross and lighted areas for 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 people who are driving. Pay attention to the road. Make sure you're seeing what's crossing. Um, we're not putting any blame on this. It's just good advice yeah. for everyone involved because we've done so many of these types of stories. And, uh, assume they can't see you, even if you do have the right of way, because again, even if you know all, several of these pedestrian deaths, the person, the pedestrian has been in the right from a right of way perspective, but yeah. you know, you can't always guarantee that people are paying attention. Exactly. So again, fairly newsy day, not, not heavy, heavy news, but fairly, you know, not, not that our big major national news story, but uh, a, a lot of, a lot of, a uh, lot of stories nonetheless. So again, good job uh, today, David, and thank you very much for helping us out with, with this. So mm-hmm. for David Lefkowitz, I'm news director, Matt Demline. This has been the Friday evening edition of its news to us. We'll talk to you again on Monday.
baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 